When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. Freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. It's the Boogie Monster with Kyle and Dave. That's us. That was my radio voice. The Boogie Monster with Kyle and Dave. Nonstop rock block with the Boogie Monster. Did you did you ever practice your radio voice? No. No, not at all. No, you weren't like warming up. Did you ever No, because that was a thing. I don't know if it's still this way, but um, the thing back when I was in radio was <coughs> pardon me. I was coughing into the microphone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to criticize? That's, what, that's, Who am that's I the way I was some? trained. Uh, <laughs> Let them know you're there, that even puking. though you're sick. Called it puking? <laughs> yeah, guys that uh, that put on the voice a little too much, you know? It's like, come on, man, don't puke. You know, New Rock 90.x. Hey, what's up? It's Dave. That's me puking. Oh, really? But, you know, you had to, but they also didn't want you to just fucking mumble, you know, so you had to perform a little bit, but you had to kind of find that happy medium. You didn't want to be a puker. College radio stations, like the, 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 the blend of them playing like, oh, this is the music I want to hear versus just some fumbling 20 year old, like, um, yeah. Okay. uh, No personality. That was, (laughs) uh, the, that was. Where's uh, it's the Pixies with where's where is my mind? Where's my mind? Where's uh-huh. my mind? Yeah, <laughs> oh. that's the Pixies. And um, I, I forgot you were doing the bit. Yeah, I was doing a bit. I was doing a whole thing. That's you see, you couldn't tell. You're just like, oh, college is uh, pretty boring today. Like, no, it's my college radio DJ. I uh, I used to listen to the Georgia Tech radio station back yeah. in the day, and on Friday night they had uh, wreckage. Uh, which was their metal show, and it was you know like midnight to two a.m. on Friday, and it was so funny because all the DJs were just like that, just very. Yeah. But they were they would they would get on, and you're listening ninety one point one Atlanta's W R E K. That was new music from Cannibal Corpse. With <laughs> yeah, skull, the pleasant, the pleasant s- voice. S- skull full of maggots. Um, Is this new sepulchre? that. Uh, <laughs> Morbid Angel with Rigor Mortis Lullaby. Oh, Morbid Angel. I haven't heard that one dropped in a while. The Atlanta chapter of Meals on Wheels is now accepting volunteers <laughs> for the holiday season. 
I, you know, and kudos to those college DJs though, because they they introduced so many people before the internet. They introduced so many people to new music, yeah. and the, to be doing that on top of like a full college schedule and probably a part time job to still willing to yeah. risk your 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 sleep hours for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, props to you, former college radio DJs, and your your monotonous dead dead delivery. <laughs> Oh, man. What's up, Hambone? What are you doing? Well, like we were saying before we started, back, back in town, back, kicking it. Good to be back. In the beef, man. <laughs> kicking it in the beef. <laughs> kicking it right in the beef, dude. Uh, you got to be careful with that. That's what we do, kicking the beef. It's fucking... Well, that's cool, buddy. You got home uh, yesterday? Dig that ditch a little deeper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got home last night. <laughs> Oh, make some room for Big Daddy. You know, you get you get off the road after hanging out with comics for the first time in a long time. You just start saying horrible shit like you're still just in the rental car. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, yeah, man. I got home last night. Great run. Wonderful run. Nice. Had a blast mm-hmm. out there. From I, I was gone for three weeks, I think I was out. So it was Chicago, yeah. then it was, I know we talked, it was Oklahoma City, and then all Texas dates, mm-hmm. and then Connecticut, all the way through Portland, Maine. I don't, when did I talk to you last? Was that after, was that Thursday night, last Thursday? I think you were in, um, whatever your first stop after New York City was, you had just gotten to, uh, what, Massachusetts, Connecticut? Oh, Hamden, Connecticut, yeah. Yeah, I think that's where you were when we spoke last. Okay, yeah, so after that, we did Albany and... Northampton, Massachusetts, Boston, did the Wilbur, did Portland, Maine, uh, Sunday night, all great shows. Nice. How was the Wilbur? That's a beautiful theater, man. It, it was, I mean, it was selling, so I wasn't too stressed. Like some dates, I'm going, oh, mm-hmm. hope people show up. And it was, yeah. it was great, man. It was really great. Uh, Mara Wiles was in town, and I wasn't familiar with her stuff, but she did great. She's Sam's pal, and she was living in New York. Mm-hmm. She was just in there for a baby shower. I'm like, God, jump on the show. Old nice. Sammy T just crushing it, and uh, yeah, just, I, I think I was talking about that last time. Like instead of getting intimidated, I'm just trying to get more inspired. Instead of being like, "Oh, he's yeah. doing really well," I'm not going to do that well. I'm like, "No, take that energy that everybody's got and like play around the same way." Like, look, he's having fun and trusting himself to riff mm-hmm. on th- stuff. I I, yeah. uh, I uh, lost the ability to trust myself. Uh, to like riff and trust that an audience would go along with me, you know. Yeah, man, you're you're a good riffer. I have fun, but I yeah. I, I got a little worried. Like, no, I got to write these jokes. I don't want to just go up there and mm-hmm. riff when I'm trying to get new material forged. Yeah, no, I get that, but you know, you should allow yourself a little bit of space to riff. You know, we did. Um, we got. I, I used to be the same way. I used to early in my career, I'd get a little intimidated if the person in front of me, the comic in front of me, was crushing. Yeah. Because like, oh, man, he set the bar pretty high. I got to go out and live up to that, which, you know, there's some truth to that. But also, like later I learned, like, no, that's a good thing. Like you said, you know, use his momentum or her momentum, whatever, whoever's in front of you. Yeah. You know, as opposed to if the person in front of you is just bombing, then you're like, well, shit, maybe it's probably, you know, if Sam T is bombing in front of you, it's probably not Sam T's fault. It's probably the audience sucks. And then that's a whole other thing to worry about, you know. So I'd much rather follow somebody who did great than someone who just up there, you know, 
struggling. I always want to watch the show that's happening before me. Like in New York, everybody's uh-huh. just sitting upstairs waiting for their set. I'm like, I want to go down and see what this room's like. I want to get an idea yeah. of what's working and what's not so I can calibrate accordingly. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, yeah, whatever they're doing before you. I, I, that's like the old comedy club rule that you can't work. If you're if you're featuring or emceeing, you shouldn't do crowd work or work blue. It's like an old mm-hmm. club rule I've heard. But my, my opinion is like, if I can't follow it, then I shouldn't be in that part of the lineup. So I would like, yeah, absolutely, in a way of like, yeah, okay, I accept that challenge. But I mean, there's some there's some creeds that like somebody that works completely filthy. It's hard to spin them back into like, hey, do you want to hear about my cat? Or oh, I think, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, clouds talk to each other or whatever. After just hearing about like a ten minutes of ass eating. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how that's how it works sometimes, and then like the crowd work thing kind of I understand why because like oh then the crowd is only excited for stuff that seems spontaneous and that's happening in the moment right now, and then to try and do materials harder. But again, if you're fucking headlining, you're making the lion share of that money for the night, so do your job. Yeah, yeah, figure it out, earn your keep. Anyway, it was a great time and then i had that's awesome man yeah i had, I had airport beers didn't drink the whole time i drank new york <laughs> drank in new york oh yeah the, oh, <laughs> you yeah. and sean Patton. yeah me and old shiny p shiny p introducing a bottle of whiskey at 5 30 in the morning like get the fuck <laughs> out of here man no no i'm trying to eat these nuggets that i'm trying to go to sleep right. yeah you fucking maniac <laughs> yeah you got now that you got that sleep apnea mask you're invincible it's like fucking mm. bane in there <laughs> I was born in the darkness. <laughs> so yeah, now 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 the, the threat the threat of being taken in here in the night by the sleep <laughs> angels is eliminated from his life. He's all about partying. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I forget about that man. That people people croak out from that shit. You ever get a sleep study? No, no, I probably should. I snore. I snore some. I I did at, at bad, the behest of Rachel. Yeah, the, the guy was like, mm-hmm. "No, you snore like a son of a bitch, but it's not sleep apnea." I'm like, "Oh, great!" So I'm just yeah. obnoxious even when I'm unconscious. <laughs> so when you do the study like that, when you did your study, did you have to go in and take a nap? Yeah, that's what's kind of fucked up too. Yeah, I went to this uh-huh. place and spent the night, but they're like, "Sleep how you that's normally weird. sleep," and then they hook up uh-huh. four hundred wires to your body. <laughs> Okay. And you have to lay perfectly still. Like sleep how I normally I never sleep on my back Dracula style. So yeah. that's weird. <laughs> I never sleep with um uh you know five dozen decals adhered to my head and torso. Yeah. But I'm like, I'd usually take some weed to go to sleep. He's like, go for it. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so I didn't sleep how I normally sleep, so who knows? But yeah, I think I've been a little bit better yeah. lately. Well, that's good. <coughs> oh man, pardon me. How but was, yeah, man, welcome, welcome home, dude. Likewise, and to yourself. Hey, hey, yeah, go Braves. 
dude. You know, I couldn't. Dude, I'm so excited. (laughs) First off, let me say, I couldn't say, I almost wanted to make a joke about it in Boston, but I didn't. But the night before, I was totally rooting for the fucking Astros to win because I didn't want to have to go up against the Red Sox game in Boston Saturday night. (laughs) So I just watched the game and I'm like, yeah, Astros are going to it. They fucking cheat. You're cheaters and you're from Texas. Here's a baseball metaphor. Two strikes already. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Red Sox fans don't have much of a sense of humor when it comes to that kind of stuff. Oh, they don't. They probably. Oh, they probably do not. Not have found that funny. They're they're pretty hardcore. No, no. I'd find out what a f- Sam Adams bottle tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was in Boston one time, and I was in a bar, and the, and the Red Sox were playing the Yankees, and uh, this guy just kept going, Derek fucking Jada. <laughs> Derek. Derek Gina. Not Derek. No. Derek, Derek. fucking Gina. I made a tweet about it yesterday by the airport bar and somebody ordered extra guacamole with a bar. Can I get extra guacamole? I'm not even doing it right. Extra guacamole. Yeah, I don't even know how that would sound. For the I, I can't replicate it. There's something with their mouths. Some fucking guac. There's something Where's with the their. fucking guac. Yeah, extra guacamole. Yeah, they I know said, it's extra. I know it. Th- they said it like they were annoyed that that's the word they had to say. Like that's what they had to call it. <laughs> Gotta speak this Mexican word. Give me that. <laughs> what's that? Uh, the green, uh, creamy green. I love a little of that. Cre- no, oh, fine. Extra guacamole. I'll take a little bit of avocado puree. Give me that. Give me that avocado slurry. My mom refuses to eat guacamole because it looks like puke. I mean, I don't she, eat stuff. Looks like puke. Uh, she's not wrong about the imagery. Well, yeah, no, I get it, but I was just like, I get so frustrated. Not just her, with anybody who's close-minded, you know, food-wise. It's yeah. like, why would I recommend this if it sucks? I got millions of people enjoy this this item. Yeah, I got Deborah try you, Indian food. Awful. Yeah, I, did, I t- like it. did I tell you that? No, when I, don't I was think back so. there, that's yeah, a, I got Deb to try Indian food. She did, and unfortunately, the place we went to, everything was spicy already. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're both sitting there sweating. I'm like, oh, I wanted a good, I wanted a good experience for it because, like, I finally convinced her to go try this stuff. I got her, like mm-hmm. chicken tikka masala and some other stuff, but she's like, it's good, it's spicy, but it's flavorful. I'm like, all right, I took it as a win. So people can change, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you get your mom. Yeah. You ever mix the sauce in with the guacamole? No. Or like mix maybe, a pico in with it? Maybe it makes it a little less pukey yeah. for your mom? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the gateway. What is she, uh, what's her you, take uh, on queso? <laughs> How does she feel about queso? Uh, she likes queso as long as there's no jalapenos in it. As long as you call it, if you call it cheese soup. Yeah. <laughs> cheese chowder. Yeah. <laughs> um, every day when I was like eight years old, uh, in Woodstock, Georgia, there was a new restaurant in town. And we only had a few little restaurants. We had a Burger King and maybe like we had the Dixie Inn, which is mm-hmm. this little, you know, diner. But uh, what'd there you wasn't do, many What did you do for pizza so, down there? Pizza back in the day, I think it was Little Caesars. I think we had a Little Caesars. Okay. Back okay. In the day. But it was big news whenever there was any type of new restaurant. And uh, I think it was about eight years old when a Chinese restaurant opened. And According to them, my parents, who were, you know, in their 30s or 40s at the time, had never had Chinese food. And looking back on that, like, that's just, 
I mean, this was it, <clears throat> 1980s, not the not the 1880s. But if you like, so they yeah. didn't like they had no reason to ever go into the city or anything. Not really. I mean, my dad worked in the city, you know, but for whatever reason, they had, whether intentionally or unintentionally, avoided Chinese food their what? entire lives. What did your dad do? My dad did all kind of stuff. Uh, he was, uh, I think his primary occupation, he was a bill collector. Uh, when I was real little, he worked for First Union Bank and like uh, like corporate collections, you know, just trying to get people to pay back their loans, that kind of stuff. And then later oh. he opened his own uh, bill collection service, um, you know, where he would, you know, take on clients, you know, big companies or whatever who were owed money by, by customers. And he's yeah. the one that uh, they'd parcel that out to. Uh, and then beyond that, he just it was just a patchwork of all kinds of stuff. This was the firewood business. The firewood yeah, business. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, firewood business, uh, vending machine business. Yep. Um, yeah, we had a baseball card store. Yeah, we did all, did all kinds of stuff. I think oh, that's where I get my my entrepreneurial blood is from. Old pops. He. Uh, yeah, he did whatever it took, and this all these other ventures were you know in addition to his regular forty hour week gigs, whatever he had at the time. But he was. He was always trying to earn, trying to provide. So, hustle. He had the hustle. Yeah, he sure did. But yeah, anyway, uh, Chinese restaurant opened. We had never, nobody had ever had Chinese restaurants. So the whole family, all four of us, went down there and we sat down and we're looking at the menus and and nobody knew anything. Yeah. And the only words that looked familiar to anybody was chicken fried rice. And as when the server came around and took our order. Each member of the family, all four of us, ordered a full serving of chicken fried rice. And this dude looked at us like, what the fuck are these white people doing? And he was like, okay. And then we're all excited. And then 10 minutes later, here come four giant platters of rice. Family sized. (laughs) Yeah. And we're like, well, shit, okay, this is Chinese food. Well, chicken fried rice and uh, chicken fried yeah. rice. Boys, what are you having? Mm-hmm. Chicken fried rice? Chicken fried rice? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that looks mm-hmm. safe. It was like, all right, we know what mm-hmm. these words mean individually. We'll guess what they are collectively as one dish. So I'm assuming this is safe to eat uh, yeah. for our unadventurous palates. You ever accidentally use Spanish at the Chinese restaurant just because you're like, they're foreign? <laughs> Dude, I used to do that all the time. I used to do that all the time accidentally. Don't say gross, when it was just subconscious because yeah. when I was doing landscaping, I was around, you know, I spoke a little Spanish because I always had some guys that were with me that were, you mm-hmm. know, spoke Spanish. So I, I spoke a lot of Spanish back then, relatively speaking. But it, just subconsciously, I'd be at the Chinese restaurant, and when the lady would fill my water, I'd just go, gracias. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, shit, wait, this, what are you doing? And maybe this is why we need to teach critical race theory in schools. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably, probably why, because mm-hmm. when it's not done out of evil or spite, but the fact that it just yeah. un- subconsciously, we're just like, you're a different color, so you'll know the language, yeah. you all know the same languages as each other. And this is the only other language I know, so I, I'm going to give you this one. <laughs> Y'all ever been to that Chinese Mexican restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, there is one of those in Atlanta, Chico and Chang's. Oh, Fast I know food, Chico and Chang's. Oh, and it's rough. What do you want, some fried rice or a burrito? Chico and Chang's, like, doubling <laughs> down on racism since 1982. Yep. <laughs> I was fat, because yep. that was the first time I visited there. We drove by, I was with Gilbert, and their logo 
is a <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> isn't it like a guy in a poncho and a sombrero pulling an Asian yeah. guy in a rickshaw? <laughs> yeah, there's something to that effect. <laughs> like it is, it is heavy racist. <laughs> well, I mean, who? But again, is it for me to say it's racist if the people owning the establishment like that? Yeah. Chico and Chang. Something tells me there's nary a Chico nor Chang near the place. Probably not. I'm looking up Chico and Chang's. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Well, that's something I'm dealing Uh, with right now. It looks like they took the logo down. (laughs) The logo's not on the website anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shame because it was a classic. Yeah. But yeah, it's tough being a Braves fan right now in that regard. Uh, I mean, I'm super stoked. But, you know, everybody who's not a Braves fan, you know, on Twitter, oh, great, it's the cheaters versus the racist. And I get it, but it, the players, it's not the players' decision. The, the team doesn't have a say in the logo and the name and all that. But even further mm-hmm. beyond that, and we've touched on this in the past, but like, okay, like, I get why people are annoyed, but what happens, and this has happened, there's been several Native, and and let me preface, I'm not defending it. I'm asking questions. Mm -hmm. There have been several Native American groups come out in Atlanta in the last decade or two saying, yeah, we, it doesn't bother us. We, we appreciate that. We see it, that you're honoring our culture. So, well, cause they're the Braves. Yeah, huh? It's exactly. not Chief Wahoo. It's not a caricature. Yeah, it's not a complete slur. You know, I mean, it's. I get that. I get what people's grievance is. You know, it just. Be, it'd be nice if it was just some completely generic name that you know didn't represent a, an ethnic group. But uh, yeah, it's not like it's a overt slur or you know we're mocking them. But uh, but again, I get people's grievance. But what happens when members of said group go? Nah, we're cool with it. I don't know. Well, I'm sure there's. I, I, you know what? I don't know if I can even touch that one. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I do Just have a suggestion. S- some members of the group are all right with it. I don't know. Some members of the group aren't all right with it. So exactly. What if yeah, what if what if a lot of people are okay with something, but a few people dislike it? Do you, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. And by the way, Chico and Chang, the original, the, the Asian fellow was actually peddling. The rickshaw. It's not a pull okay. one with the two sticks. It's one of the, okay. I think, tuk-tuks. And then the the <laughs> guy with the sombreros in the back holding the food. <laughs> I uh, at, Let me preface this. I, I As a lifelong Braves fan, I don't give a shit if they – if you want to change it to another name, that's fine. As long as it's in Atlanta and, you know, the same core group of dudes, whatever. Mm. Uh, I do have a suggestion – and I, I thought about tweeting this at the Braves in hopes that maybe they would use it and then give me, like, season tickets in perpetuity for life. Okay. Uh, okay, instead of representing... You can make your boyhood a, dreams come true. <laughs> instead of representing a group of people like the Native American Braves, I don't think this has ever been done. What if, it, if, what if your team represented a single person, such as Atlanta's favorite son... The most famed resident of Atlanta, James Brown, Martin Luther Martin Luther King Jr. No, James Brown was Augusta, not not far off though. Oh. Uh, what about the Atlanta Kings? That'd be a cool name, the Atlanta Kings. 
Because, like, everybody in Atlanta is proud of MLK. Yeah. Myself included, you know. Okay. Great, great having him as our hometown fella. I, was, I thought Kings. it was going to be more That'd of the Atlanta. Get up! That's where I was going. <laughs> what? It would be the Atlanta. Get up! Oh, if it was James, James Brown. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Atlanta JBs and the get ups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know about. Uh, yeah, I guess. But beyond uh, that, I you know I don't know. Just any generic name, whatever. If if people have an issue with it, but like okay, the Washington Redskins, I totally got. Cause yeah, that's a that slur. Just sounds like a slur, and it is a slur. But that is a slur. You know, even the Cleveland Indians. That's a you know. But the Braves, and I, <laughs> I, I know there's not much difference between the Braves and Indians, but the Braves are a subset of the Native American culture, and and specifically, well, Braves were were. <sighs> Warriors, they were you know well, young what, men that were brave and went to war. Where their, did the name come from? Is it derived from a translation of what? Because Indians is just what Columbus or whoever early on called them incorrectly in this country. Yeah, that's insane that we still refer to any Native American as an Indian. So, and I love how they were just. He was like, "Oh, this isn't India, huh? Okay, well, yeah. we're still going to call you people Indians." We've been saying it for a while. So yeah. we we already printed up the shirts. We we got a baseball team. We got to stop calling them this. We got. But that's just look at all these jerseys. So insane. We already painted it on the on the outfield wall. I can't. Once the paint fades, we'll talk about it then. But oh, yeah, man, I, I, I'm so I don't excited, know. Though. I'm excited. What about the Atlanta uh, sweet peaches? Yeah, Atlanta peaches. That's not bad. Yeah, it is. So it's a, a little, it's a bad little no, it is a bad yeah, name for a baseball team. A little, a little, I mean, it'd be good. For like we were the, we were the Braves, maybe. and we had a tomahawk, <laughs> now and now we're the peaches, and we just have a that's <laughs> a soft hand plucking us from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I was trying to think. I, I can't think of because usually that's kind of the goal is you know let's get a mascot or a name that. You know, has a connection to our region or our state or our city, but mm-hmm. I don't know what else Atlanta could be. That's why I like the. Tri- that's why I like these minor league teams. Have fun merch. They got silly names. Let's it up. What's the minor league team in Atlanta? Well, the, I think all the Braves affiliates. Uh, I think up. they're just the Braves. It's Gwinnett the, Gw- Braves the Gwinnett. Or... The Gwinnett Stripers. Gwinnett. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Stripers. And it's like yeah, a, it's a, some sort of lizard. Okay. So what is I it? Think What's that's a striper? Is it a fish? Oh, it's a fish. Yeah, I think striper's is a Is it a fish. striped bass? What is that? I don't know. What's that band, Striper? Wasn't, they, wasn't that a Christian metal band? Wasn't they, were, they were a Christian, a Christian rock band? band, yeah. 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 Striper. The devil's not your friend. Jesus is the way. That's the lyrics from Striper. <laughs> I remember, I remember the kid, the kid down the street that I would skateboard with, could only listen to Christian versions of whatever music was out there. So of, of all the metal, like he was limited to Striper, and then he had to leapfrog right to Amy Grant if he wanted anything contemporary <laughs> and slightly jars, youthful. <laughs> jars of clay. Yeah, <laughs> jars of clay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck jars of clay. Oh man. Mm-hmm. That was um, uh, jars of jars of clay here on <laughs> Jesus one hundred and three. 
Jars of clay. What was there? What was there? It thing? was. It was kind of. It had a little bit of a like granola. Dave Matthews Blues Traveler thing. I remember they had one hit that was well a minor hit that got played on secular radio. <laughs> secular always said with a hiss. Mm-hmm. Always spoken with disdain. Somebody, I can't remember who, but somebody asked if I was having a secular wedding. Like, <laughs> yeah, there'll be an open bar well, who, and no prayers. Who, who, like, who asked? Like, from a, f- I think, I think, I think a, a family, family member. Like, mo- I, I think mom like relayed a mess. Like so and so was asking if your wedding was secular. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> What is? I mean, yes, yes, it is sick. I'm sorry. I always I, that's one of those words that's kind of new to me. So every time, like, and it's uh-huh. very secular, and I'll, and I'll nod, like, oh, I understand. And then it's like five minutes of me trying not to look <laughs> at my phone, <laughs> especially post COVID, especially post just like falling in your groove. And I wasn't reading, I wasn't challenging myself. I just started reading Cormac McCarthy's The Road as far as like, how is that? It's like every page is cold, gray, dark, cold. The gray darkness gave way to a dark, cold grayness. And there's the road. That's what it's been. I'm like 100 pages in. We walked hungry, food, cold, gray food. The food's gray. Everything's gray, cold. Road, road's cold. Yeah, it's a fucking... I know it's like the best book in the world, everybody says. It's been a bit of a chore. Granted, I was trying to read it on the airplane after a few beers. So, Yeah. Speaking of uh, words you don't, you're not 100% sure of, I always mm-hmm. get hung up. There's two, two uh, sets of words that always confuse me. Uh, objective and subjective, even though those are pretty common, and I should have mastered those by, then, by this mm-hmm. time. Uh, I always get confused with which one's objective, which one's subjective. And uh, former and latter. You know, people talk about two different things, you know, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I think well, it's that, the former. That's pretty. And I always have to do the math of like, wait, which one? Which one is the well, former? Well, latter is later. So it's afterwards. I never, oh, I never made that connection. I've never made the latter. Fucking, all right, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is the dumbest boogie monster yet. Fucking idiot. Boy, I, am, I really overestimate my intelligence sometimes. <laughs> Never tell a dummy. I mean, I listen, was, I'm in the same boat with a lot of things. So I'm laughing with but you, because, although you're not laughing. Be, because, well, ladder, is ladder spelled with a D? No. I think that's what tripped me up. Oh, it's spelled the same as later. I always, oh, man, okay. It's got two, think, does yeah. it have two T's? Yeah, probably. I guess, <clears throat> Yeah. I always think ladder yeah, two T's, I ladder. Always, I always pronounce it with a D. But now that does not explain all the times I've read it and then still got confused. Yeah, no, it's got two T's. <laughs> like the Church of okay. Latter-day Saints means old saints. Okay. New saints? Fuck it. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm screwing myself up. <laughs> now I'm messing up my own action. Oh, man.
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Well, do we have any scary things we want to talk about? Because, Dave, this is the Halloween episode. Dude, I got some scary stuff real quick to talk about. I drove 14 hours in the middle of the night. Well, the the first part was in the middle of the night. uh, In a fucking monsoon. And it was one of the gnarliest drives I've ever had to make. Where are we going here? From where to where? I was uh, from Eureka, California, my last stop on the run, all the way back home to Long Beach. Here's the thing. All right. The Braves are playing this weekend in the NLCS. And fortunately, they clinched in uh, game six on Saturday night. But before the game on Saturday afternoon, uh, knowing that Saturday night was my last show, I was already mentally preparing myself. I was like, okay, if they lose tonight, then they're going to play tomorrow on TV at like 4 or 5 o'clock. I want to make sure I'm home from this long journey home before then so I can catch it. So I had already mentally prepared myself that, okay, if they lose after my show, I'm I'm not going to go back to the hotel. I'm just going to drive from Eureka to Long Beach you know, 14 hours. Well, ideally, it's like a 10 or 11-hour drive. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll leave right after my show at like 11, and I'll be home by, you know, 10 a.m., 11 a.m. the next day and take me a nap and get up and watch the Braves, and we'll be great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, they won, and, and they, there was no need to play on Sunday. Yeah. But I, had, I was already in that mindset. I'd already mentally prepared myself. So I was like, okay, after the show, I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not even though I'm jazzed up and I'm ready to do it, and I'm, I'm always just ready to get home after that last show. Especially yeah, I know if what I'm dri- if it's a, If I'm <laughs> driving – you know, with flights, you can't control that. But when I'm driving, like, all right, fuck, I'm. Uh, yeah, well, I, I almost changed or... mine yesterday <laughs> to fly out of a different airport and get home. So yeah, I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah, when 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 it's time to go home, I'm ready to go home. Mm-hmm. So anyway, after the show, I told myself, all right, I probably I'm not going to do that. You know, that that's foolish. Don't you go back, get a night's sleep, and get up in the morning and drive home. Well, I got back to the hotel at around midnight, got into bed. Real early, you know, just I didn't stay up or anything. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get up at like 5 a.m. So let me just go ahead and get some sleep now. Laid there for two hours. It was just, you know, how it is after a show. You, you know, I, I just stay amped up for several hours after a, a good yeah, show. Yeah, it's tough to like go to bed right afterwards. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, in, in me trying to force that, I was, you know, I'm just sitting there laying at the staring at the ceiling for two hours. So at 2 a.m., I was like, fuck this, let's let's go. Because all my bags are already packed and ready to rock, you know. So I was like, fuck it, let's go. Even though I don't have to be home at a certain time, let's, I'm yeah, just ready yeah. to go. So then, so I get on the road, and immediately, just a monsoon. 
and I had forgotten that I had been hearing all weekend, I don't know if this made national news or whatever, but around Northern California, it was all over the news that we were having some big, uh, what did they call it, atmospheric <laughs> river and some sort of cyclone. There was like these really intense, weird weather events that I never even heard of. I something saw something wild and, going on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was talking to the comics. I was like, what does that mean? And they were like, ah, it's just like fancy word for big-ass thunderstorm, like we're getting a ton of rain. <clears throat> and it hadn't hit yet. Well, literally, I, I cranked the car at 2 a.m., and by 2.15, the fucking earth is just floating. <laughs> like, it was just, yeah. it's the most rain. I, I, I mean, I can't recall <laughs> driving in this much rain. And, and, and coming out with the fact that's that's a, that's that's windy roads out of there. I don't know how to Eureka. Yes. Well, Eureka, you still get on the one hundred and one correctly. Correct? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's it. yeah. The the main drag through town is the one hundred and one. It's one of those where like you know up there the, it, it turns from a freeway to just like Main Street for a few miles and then it opens back up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you stay on the one hundred and one uh, all the way basically to San Francisco. And then uh, you take, what, like the 580 or something over uh, east a few miles, and then you catch the 5 and take that all the way back down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, as you know, you could take the 101 all the way down, but that's a lot longer commute. Anyway, that's my <laughs> point. The the drive from Eureka to San Francisco is like 270, 280 miles, and it's windy. It's through the mountains. It's through the redwood forest. Even on a beautiful sunny day, it's still not an easy drive. I yeah. mean, you're going up. Up mountains, down mountains. I'm, look at, I'm looking turns. up the route right now, yeah. Here yeah, I mean, it's an intense, even with no weather complications, it's an intense drive. So coupled with the fact that I had been up all day, now it's now the middle of the night, 2 a.m., so it's dark for another five hours, and it's a, just a fucking monsoon. And I was literally, that, the, it, that should take about four hours to get from Eureka to San Francisco. Uh, it took me like seven and a half hours just to get to San Francisco because I was literally driving like 35, 40 miles an hour. And my, my wipers couldn't keep up. I couldn't see shit. Fortunately, so you I mean, didn't, yeah, so you no didn't high. jump out to the five. No, no. Until no, I, I took the, it. Okay. I took the 101 all the way down to, to, to Oakland, basically, and then got you, the five, you know, from there. So you went over the. Is that the go- no? That's the uh, what bridge is that? I forget what that bridge is called. Anyway, sorry, I'm looking at a map, so I'm trying to envision. Yeah, yeah that's that's a wild, mountainous, <laughs> yeah, windy road. And so, and there were so many other factors. Um, not only was there so much rain that I couldn't drive, I was hydroplaning even at like 35 miles an hour, even where water doesn't typically settle. You know, like I'm on a grade, whether I'm going uphill or downhill, I'm still yeah. like hitting these patches and hydroplaning. There's other little areas where like you can tell like, oh, in an hour, that's, that road's going to be flooded. Oh, in buddy. an hour, people aren't going to be like standing water like a foot or two deep already. And yeah. I was just like, shit, man. Gotta and like, you got to roll up and just find a local bar and watch some watch some baseball. Well, that's buddy. the thing. Well, that's the thing. From, from Eureka to San Francisco, there's hardly any little towns and if there were i maybe passed two or three very tiny towns but now it's 3 a.m 4 a.m there's no nothing open and uh i was it's it's the first time in a long time where i've been a little concerned like oh shit like because there was there's several things that could have gone wrong yeah it's a little gnarly man yeah i was i was it was 
And it was just taxing. It was exhausting. Just that intensity, that white knuckle, you know, just fucking staring, trying to just make sure, you know, you keep everything on the road. And just the fact that, like, okay, I'm either going to hydroplane and fall off this mountain or I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) going to get stuck. I'm going to get stuck. Like, one of these roads are going to flood over and I'm going to be trapped. Or, you know, uh, there's so much water that, you know, it's going to flood my engine somehow like it and it's Dave, middle of if the you, night there was if nobody you would have died then guess what the boston red sox really did win that game <laughs> you're a number one fan you think you're gonna get f- season tickets uh, for, yeah. <laughs> for calling your team uh. the atlanta social justice warriors <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was a gnarly drive man yeah, gnarly. Just, that, that's gnarly it, it, in good condition. Yeah, there was a small part of me that was like, okay, this is a fun little adventure. But most of me was like, whoa, shit, what have I done? Because it was just, you know, by the time I got into it, it, it felt like it was too far to go back. You know, it's like, I'm not going to drive an hour back to the hotel. It's just, I kept thinking, well, this is going to clear up. You know, in, yeah. in, in another 10 miles, another 30 miles, this is going to clear up. It It was a monsoon the whole way down until about 8 a.m. I, I got just I got on the five there, you know, uh, east of San Francisco, and uh, it cleared up there. And then you know from there home was just a piece of cake because the sun was out and it had cleared up. But man, those first seven eight hours, it was one of the most intense commutes I've had in a long long time. Yeah, I think I've done that run through there. I think when I was coming back from Medford or something, I was like, yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. You can see the chunks taken out of the redwoods that are on the side of the road. Yeah, a little reminder of like, hey man, maybe check yourself. It's like, okay, yeah, there's mm-hmm. these. It's it's windy and the and the the curves are surprises and yeah, it's squatch country, baby. Oh, dude, you don't squatch think country. I didn't have that. I don't think I didn't have that on my mind the entire way. Like, uh, okay, this is this sucks. This is awful. But I'm probably going to see a squatch run out. <laughs> I did see some elk. I almost hit a fucking elk. Really? Like a damn moose. Yeah, just yeah, giant. They're, they're big, just man. Giant. Yeah. Yes, yeah, elk ran right in front of me. Uh, fortunately, well, it was about 50 feet in front of me by the time I crossed. So, like, you know, another two seconds difference, and I would have probably hit it. Well, uh, yeah, we're, we're so, glad you made it. We're glad you <laughs> Braves won. Yeah. And I was telling you this uh, real quick. It's it's just I, I'm so appreciative now. Uh, to come home from tour, it's one of the best feelings in the world because, uh, and again, no, no pity, no woe is me. You know, the van life was a, was a self-induced hardship, but I would go mm-hmm. on these long tours when I was in the van, and then I'd get all the way back to L.A., and then uh, I just, I just find a parking spot, and, and then okay, here I am. Well, I was kind of wondering why you're coming <laughs> back to L.A. all the time. You're like, yeah, I could just stay around this region for a while, or yeah. No, I, and I did do that. You know, there were several times where I would, you know, take a real slow trip home. And, you know, I, I remember one time I stopped in uh, Flagstaff and camped for like five days just for the hell of it. You know, yeah. yeah, I was in no hurry to get back. But, you know, sometimes it's like, well, I got shows or, you know, meetings or whatever. I got to get back by yeah. a certain day. But it just all those years of like driving cross country back home just to park the van and stay in the van. Like, it's so nice to come through actual doors and drop my bags on a on a hardwood floor and oh, yeah. have a human being waiting on me. <laughs> it's just, I'm so appreciative of homecomings now after all that. Oh, so, Dave. Great <laughs> You're killing me, man. 
<laughs> I almost killed myself driving through the mountains just to get back home. It's like a fucking Bruce Springsteen song over here. <clears throat> that's a, uh, ironic. That's the plot of uh, the Waltons Homecoming. Man, yeah. fuck them Waltons can stay gone, dog. Old Dad had to hitchhike the, 60 miles through tough terrain. What? Nobody wants to see him. <laughs> nobody wants to see Dad. Stay gone, Waltons. Be gone. <coughs> oh, man. Oh, I'll be watching that soon. Oh. oh well, somebody's at my door. Someone at the a, door? Yeah, hold on a hold second. On. Let me go. I want to get that. Yeah. Oh, my God. David Stone at a Boogie Monster podcast? Mothman. Am what I are really you doing? getting a chance to talk to you, Dave Stone? Dude, David, what's up? David, how you been, my man? Listen, <laughs> I'm good, buddy. Life's listen, real good. I'll acknowledge right now that the accent uh-huh. is really going all over the place. I have no, not you talked sound great. I have not spoken to a living soul in so long, David. You it sound is, good, double M. I'm just so happy to be here. David, did I hear I are you getting married to a young lady? I, a human lady. A day, we, uh, oh, my uh, God. G- Jesus Christ. Uh, 11, uh, 10 days from now. 10 yeah. days. You know what? It's weird that you're getting married in 10 days from now. Uh-huh. And uh, I have uh, yet to receive my uh, invitation. Oh, well, I, I sent it to just, the, the problem is, Mothman, I didn't have your address, so I just addressed it to Mothman and just put Chicago, Illinois. I didn't even know you Okay, no, no, that's okay. It's probably lost in the in the system then, you know, uh-huh. given how the joy yeah. has been uh, screwing up the whole posters. Uh, the mm-hmm. posters? Yeah. Postage? Po- the post uh-huh. office. The post office, you yeah. know. Uh, mm-hmm. So, okay, I'll, I'll keep an eye out then. I'll look around. I hang around the, around the depot. Yeah. Uh, the one yeah, that goes you're, you're welcome, the of course. Chicago Post Office goes over to Congress uh, Boulevard right there, two ninety. Mm-hmm. It yeah. turns into Congress Boulevard, very slippery bridge right afterwards. Uh, come winter uh-huh. months, commuters, be careful. Yeah, take. I would suggest uh, take the Metra. Take the, metra? The, take the Metra in from the suburbs. It's the train. Okay. It's a commuter train. Very comfortable. Mm-hmm. They allow you to bring beverage on board, alcoholic even if you'd nice. like. Nice. Uh, yeah, my man used to love getting a big tall beer at uh, Union Station, uh, getting on the Metra, getting on the uh, big Timber Elgin line. Okay. To go home from Columbia College. That's the uh. Mott man loved doing that. <laughs> Mott man had a very a similar lifestyle to our friend Kyle, who I keep missing. So you, you big fan of public transit. Why not just fly home? Well, you're, because you're sometimes, Dave, sometimes flying around a city, you know, you get tired, uh-huh. you know, you're going up, yeah. you're going up okay. Clark, you're going all the way up to Wrigleyville, you're going to loop back down, you're going to take Ashland, going all the way down past uh-huh. Roosevelt again, trying to get South Loop area. Yeah. Now you're hitting South Halstead area, scary, a lot of gang violence down there. They don't take okay. kindly to Mottman down on the South Side. Really? Nah, they just, they're shooting at anything. Oh man, they ain't, they, ain't uh, yeah, af- I guess it's- they ain't afraid of nothing down there. Mott man got no ground. Yeah, probably best you stay away from that. Yeah, Mott man yeah. jump out like, hey, it's Mott man. What's going on? Like, what set you with? And I get out of there. I don't want to fuck around with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mott well, man, and you're Mott a bit man got to live for the season. That's true, and you're a bit of a hothead too. So you know you got to check yourself, so you're not out there getting into scraps all the time. Hey Dave, so let, let me ask you this: What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I kid, I kid around with you, Dave. I, Dave, I make a joke. You know, oh, you got me. We yeah, got good, we got good uh, sense of humor in the city of big shoulders. There, Dave. I just, I came by. I'm busting your balls. Uh-huh. I'm just being a jag okay. off about the invite. No, uh-huh. but you can't have my man at your wedding. I would uh, frighten the guests. 
No, I mean, you're welcome. I'm just going to say, like, we're, we're having, like, catered barbecue. There's not going to be any, like, rodents or small birds to eat or anything. No, so you get in a pit. Dave, are you telling me you're going to be in Palm Springs? My man's not going to find a little snack out there? Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I'm saying I got night vision, Dave. Yourself. I got night that's vision. True. That's I forget. The, 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 the desert's a wonderful feasting. No obstructions. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to peer yeah. through trees and stuff like that. Anyway, Dave, That's listen, true. maybe I could be like a DJ uh-huh. like that marshmallow guy or the chemical brothers, okay. the ones yeah. that wear the masks. People would be like, that DJ's good, and he got a crazy uh-huh. costume, wants to hide his uh, identity yeah. like uh, Banksy. And really, it's just my yeah, man spinning, spinning tunes. That could, that could work. But they, uh, I, Speaking of I, which, uh, Mothman, I, I was always curious, have you ever uh, walked down the aisle? You ever... You ever Experience what I'm about to go through. Now, you know what, Dave? As as much as I, I I'm I'm okay being a mock man. I don't uh-huh. think there's a mock lady in my future. No, that's I um, mean, I don't even know. See, that's how far out I am. Is it Mrs. Mock Man or is it Mock Lady? I don't even know question. the nomenclature I'm supposed to use for this occasion. Watch it, yeah. Charlie. I'll chupacabra your guts. Sorry, Dave. Oh, my God. Did I, I did not have lunch yet, David, and I'm very sorry. Um, nah, you know what, Dave? You know what? My lifestyle is not conducive to that kind of relationship, Dave. I'm out there. Yeah. I work nights. Okay? That's strike uh-huh. one. Strike one. I work nights, and ladies don't like they want stuff during the day. We're going to do cute uh-huh. stuff. Go to lunch. Um, I travel a lot. Strike two, travel. I'm never home. I'm always trying to get people to see me. Sometimes I got to go to Kansas City, and they're like, oh, my God, a Chicago mock man's uh, breaking state lines. Sometimes maybe in the <laughs> nicer months, I make it up to Thunder Bay. I go to Ontario, Canada, and they're like, oh, hey, they're uh-huh. all fucking shit. Look at that. You know, however, they talk like a bunch of Polacks. <laughs> I'm all over the place. So that's strike two. Strike three, I'm half of a moth, Dave. That's true. That's true, Mothman. You know I about that sometimes. I'm half of a moth. I, you know, mm-hmm. half moth, half man. Yeah, I gotta find somebody that's gonna love both those things. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to do. If there's a moth lady, I'd be open to talk about. Because if she's a moth lady, she'd also probably be working uh, nights. You know, and traveling, and we could travel together, Mister yeah. and Missus Mothman. That's true. Up there perched on a light post, scaring your dogs. But I'm not here to talk about that, Dave. No, I'm here to talk Uh about... This is this is Mockman's Sorry. time to shine. Is that your dog, or are you coughing? Because, wow, you guys are sounding real similar nowadays. (laughs) Are you still just uh, coughing incessantly and blaming it on the change in the seasons, Dave? (laughs) Instead of getting professional help for your ailments before Charlie. your big day, no, I no, I I don't need that. I I can I can I got a mental hold over this. I can handle it. Oh, that's hey, that's the best health care, Dave. Is a <laughs> is a mental hold. Is willing yourself into health. That's that's great. That's uh-huh. almost shittier than the actual health care program of the United States. Anyway, Dave, listen, it's yeah, okay. Halloween time, Dave. It is. It is. This it's your is, time to shine, Mothman. This is when I get to go around and be mm-hmm. myself, Dave. Mm-hmm. Because nobody thinks I'm scary, Mothman. They just think, oh, look at that guy in that great Mothman costume. That's true. 
One and day a year. One day a year, you're not a cryptozoological freak. No, so one that's, day. It's got to feel good. One day, I just get to walk around the Jewel Ascos <laughs> and shop for my wares out in the day. Mm-hmm. I have to really contain myself around bright lights. I want to jump right at them, but I can't. I can't yeah. let people. People are like, Des, he's really committed to the outfit there. Mm-hmm. I get to go. I go, I go, I get all my, cho- I go down to the DMV, I get a new license, you know. You do that every Halloween? Oh, yeah, that's how it works with me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm still registered with the state as a half moth, half man. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I have to, I made the mistake, you know when they ask for your ethnicity, Dave, on these forms? Oh, Lord. And I yeah, made the mistake, put? I, I put other. And now they okay. make me get a new license every year to keep tracks on me. That's, I think, uh, okay. a little racist. Yeah, I feel like don't, that's them. Just don't know, put other. Just don't put other. Mm-hmm. Go with Pacific Islander if you need to. Just don't put other. They're like, uh-oh, we don't know what kind of what this guy belongs to. We got to mm-hmm. keep an eye on him. That's true. And that's when you get the NSA trailing you. Mm-hmm. But not on my man, because on account I can just fly away. They're yeah, like we should we should follow this map man. Pfft, get the fuck out of here. Fly away. Fly away. I <laughs> Do you go have up, any plans? I go up to Winnetka. I go up north for a while. <laughs> you got any plans for Halloween? You doing oh. trick or treating? You well, gonna you no, gonna hand Dave, out candy? Dave, I don't I just do my chores during Dave Dave, I don't know if you remember from last year when I introduced November first, Saint Mopman's Day. Right. November first is, is Saint Mopman's Day. And so after okay. Everybody, all the good boys and girls, go trick-or-treatings on Halloween and let your parents uh, look through your candies for drugs uh-huh. and razors. Okay. Sometimes the drugs need a razor to cut it up. Uh, you go go to sleep. But before you go to sleep, everybody. Now, if you remember from last year, Dave, you got put out a nice piece of French bread this year. I'm saying, or good Italian roll. French or Italian roll. <laughs> Put, right, put it right, out. Right. Open okay. it up. Put it you out. Put it out, and then you do what? Put, to put the it bed? out in front of your door, and then and then in the morning, if you've been a good boy or girl, and you and you put effort into your costume, and you truly, truly celebrate the spirit of Halloween, Dave, the spirit uh-huh. of the holiday, yeah. which means a lot of things. Having a costume that you made and you enjoy, trick or treating with your friends, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting uh, weird and horny. And uh, uh-huh. maybe you uh, you finger bang like a a big boobed Bart Simpson or something. You know, maybe you get you, out uh, there. You say that like you have experience. You get that. liquored up, and the next thing uh-huh. you know, you're you know you're 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 rolling around in the back seat of a lift with a with a with a sexy mitochondria. Oh, okay. What? And then yeah. you don't know little, that could turn into a three way real easy, uh, yeah, real easy. DNA for the DNA. Bi- biology jokes, Dave. I got them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So anyway, so you go and uh, you put the put the bread out, good Italian or French bread. Put that out on your on your doorstep. And okay. if you've been a good boy or girl celebrating Halloween, I'm gonna come around. I got big old, I got big vat of dip beef, and no I put. Way. I will gingerly place the dip beef. And sweet peppers in your uh, bread ooh. at night. Oh. But it'll time. It, trust me, you'll wake up steamy beef, steamy dip beef right there. Steamy dip beef sandwich. Oh, right boy. on your porch. 
Now, and do that's, you, that's do you make the beef memory. yourself? Dave, it's it a just... mystery, man. Let the, you got okay. a, lot of, a yeah. lot of these holidays. That's true. You know, does Santa's mm-hmm. elves make a Nintendo Switch? I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. You want to ruin it? You want to ruin the magic? Then keep asking questions. All right. <laughs> if you want, the, you want to be special. You could just, uh, I don't know, sit there and shut the fuck up for a minute. Okay. Oh Jesus, where's that coming from? I don't even know. God, Dave, I'm so hungry. Now I'm talking about the beef. That's, right. po- that's not me, Dave. That's no, I get that, it. That's my moth stomach. Mm-hmm. My moth oh, stomach it. has a man sized appetite right now, which mm-hmm. is difficult. Mm. You got beef on the brain. God, I've got brain beef. Mm-hmm. But, Dave, I just want to come by and I wanted to wish everybody happy Halloween. If you see me out there during the daytime, mm-hmm. you just give me a nod. Hey, uh-huh. Mod man. Just, I, want, I just would like to feel seen. Okay, okay, I understand that. I would just like I to feel seen. I'm like, don't blow up my spot or nothing. Uh-huh. Don't be like, ah, shit, Chicago Mott Man, let me get a picture. First uh-huh. off, you do photography with a flash, I'm diving right at it. And that's, yeah. I've, you know, I, I move like a moth, but I got the weight of a man. So that's going to that's gonna crush whoever, I, I don't mean to. But yeah. I, just, I bolt at these bright lights, Dave, and oh, fuck, somebody holding a, an iPhone, taking a picture, mm. I go right through them. Oh jeez! So just be like, hey, Matt, man, happy Halloween. H H squared at you, buddy. Give me the old mm-hmm. H squared. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for. And that, hey, I oh, I know that Matt, man, sees your drippy mm-hmm. smiles of joy <laughs> on Saint Matt, man's uh-huh. day when you're eating that beef sandwich. Put out, a, wear a white shirt, dribble all over it. Let me let me know, and that'll be that'll 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 be how you let people know you celebrate Saint Montman's Day. Is a, mm-hmm. a greasy white T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be disgusting oh, to strangers, but then you'll see somebody else when you're like, "Hey, H squared to you." Yeah, yeah. On this Saint Montman's yeah, Eve, of, it's kind of. Uh, uh, St. Mothman's Eve version of uh, wearing green on St. Patty's Day. Very much so, Dave. A, a, Very a much so. stained shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of okay. like a St. Joseph's Day would be a red sauce, but uh, yeah. for Mothman's Day. Dave, you ever celebrate the St. Joseph's Day? I, I don't even know what that is. I, some, uh, the, the Italians love it. I don't remember much about oh, it. Oh, okay. You go, so you know, like you, a, you get together at your uh, local diocese. Uh, I'm going to drop in down at your local diocese there, uh, you know, uh, named after a very saint, St. Philip, St. Joseph, St. Uh, Dave, St. Saint, saint, uh, everybody's got a saint. And uh-huh. they do a big old spaghetti dinner for St. Joseph's because apparently okay. he uh, he led all the noodles out of Italy. St. <laughs> <Saint> Joseph, <laughs> Joseph, yeah, St. Joseph played a... Uh, Played electric guitar like Joe Satriani and lured all the linguini out of out of Italy. <laughs> and so they celebrate him oh. with a big pasta dinner down at the local diocese. The bishop uh, says a thing. Big Italian holiday there. What uh, what time of year is that? When, when's the next one of those? Oh, out? Dave, you're really you're really trying to you're really putting a thing on me here, aren't you, Dave? Uh, you know what? See, yeah. Seeing as how Kyle's still in a shitter or whatever, I'm going to use his internet uh. and see. Uh, <laughs> Give you give you some answers. I want to get. I want you to have these answers, Dave. I because you, you know what, Dave. Operate, I want to have the answers too. You could operate oh. a computer. Yeah, Matt Man's got hands. 
I'm not all wings, Dave. I got hands. How do you think I'm making the beef? Ah, and now you got. I now I gave up a secret, Dave. Gotcha, gotcha. Shh, don't worry about it. Oh, gee, Dave, I got to tell you right now, this Wikipedia article is pretty goddamn big. Um, go up, look up at a St. Joseph Day, and uh, you know what? Maybe it makes you want to have nice, uh, a nice, nice time dinner. Uh, but Dave, I'm gonna go. I just, I just want to drop by, remind everybody about the, uh-huh. the special Saint Montman's Day Eve, which is a Halloween, and uh, Saint uh-huh. Montman's Day to get your French breads and put them out there. And uh, mm. I can't just add s on the end of every sentence and expect that to pass as an accent anymore. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sometimes you know it dips in and uh-huh. out there, Dave. <laughs> And it gets uh, pretty close. Anyway, okay, Dave. Well, at least, at least you're self-aware, Mothman. That's, oh, we appreciate God. that. And how, Dave? It sucks. Let me be honest with you. When you're just like, poof, you're not gonna find the human partner because the, the the moth uh-huh. half, and you're not gonna find a moth partner because honestly, I, if I found just a a lady moth, I destroy. Look, I'm a regular human size. I'm not gonna copulate with a moth. Mm-hmm, that's Dave, true. I'm gonna I'm not gonna do that, Dave. It's a disaster waiting to happen. I can't do it. I'm going to rub their little moth body on my regular man. Uh, okay. Dave, I want to say happy Halloween to you and the Boogie Monster listeners. Thank you, buddy. And uh, I wish you the best. You got a costume, Dave? You got a costume picked out? No, I, I'm I'm still, I don't know. I don't know what to go as. And plus, I'm not going anywhere. I think we're just going to stay here and hand out can- candy and watch scary movies. So okay. I feel a little silly just dressed up in an outfit sitting on my own couch. Not you know? at all. But I mean, I'm not, not opposed at all. To You're it. doing this for the children, Dave, uh-huh. for the children to come to get the candies. You want to give them the idea that even the adults like Halloween. Mm-hmm. Even, something stave, even something simple as a silly mask. We'll do the trick because you know the what? kids, the kids know that Halloween doesn't end just because you grow up. You become you. You get joy from giving the candy instead of receiving the candy. The torch gets passed. That's a great point, Mothman. And uh, don't take offense to this, but but would it? I don't know. I'm just coming up with this in the moment. What if I dressed? What if I went as you? Could I could I go as Mothman? I mean, they was that offensive? Like that we're. Oh, you, know, you mean like a cultural appropriation or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I haven't talked to the other regional Mothman, but uh, I'd be flattered by it. Okay. Uh, okay. See, I'd like to see more representation in the world. Might might normalize uh, might normalize my existence, and maybe then Mothman yeah. can come out other than just Halloween's. That's true. It, well, I, I got to be careful though, because I'm a big fella. Even though I'm 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 losing some weight, we'll talk about that later. I'm still. I'm still about, I'd be about a 250-pound Mothman. Would that be too much for the children? I mean, Dave, you're going to be a 250-pound anything, uh-huh. no matter what you dress up like. So that's... That's true. That's, I mean, just be careful, because I've seen people try to do the Mothman costume before. They just look like a butterfly wearing blackface. So be careful. <laughs> be careful what you, you know... Attention to, de- attention to detail song. is uh, kind of important in the, this one. So just I'm just saying, unless you want to bring shame on your household, that's true. Be a little delicate. No, I would with never the, do that. Be a little no. delicate with the makeup. Yeah, yeah. Every year, there's always some story of some of some somebody rocking blackface as a costume, and no, I I don't want to be in the news, you know, for that. So yeah, yeah good tip. that's a good idea, Dave. So just yeah, it's a really. 
just be kids. But yeah, you can put the red. If you do the red eyes, you got to keep the uh-huh. goggles on. You take them off. Okay, uh oh, yeah. racist. On mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Off. Yikes. <laughs> on great costume. Off. You lost your job. Yeah. So. All right, Dave, I'm going to go and wish all the listeners happy Halloween, double H and H squared to you all, (laughs) and also (laughs) happy St. Martin's Day. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for dropping in and just uh, checking in and giving us uh, an update on what's going on with you, buddy. It's always welcome to hear from you. You got it, Dave. Congratulations on your nuptials. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. I'm, I'm very excited, and if I have any questions or need any pointers or anything like that i'll be sure to hit you up okay bye dave yeah all right hey uh and say hey to kyle see if he's 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 always he always bolts when you're here but try to say i never see that guy i don't think he he, i think he he might not be real i know he'd love to see you i think he uh, might be i think you might be making it up i think it might be a a a fig a fig newton of your imagination Mm. funny funny word play from Mockman. okay i gotta go (laughs) All right, buddy. Thanks for checking in. Be safe out there. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mothman. Oh, boy, what a treat. Always a treat uh, to hear from old Double uh, Sorry, Kyle, I, there? I, I left, and I didn't announce that I was even leaving uh, dude, did, for some reason. Did you, I didn't, did I didn't, you I didn't let you know that oh. I had to step out of the room there. Yeah, I mean, it's just odd, especially when we have a, a visitor that you just unannounced leave. We had a visitor. Mothman just stopped by, dude. You know, Again, you missed him. I think you're you making it up, Dave. Him. I think you're making no. it up. Every time I go and take an unannounced break in the middle of a, a recording, you you have some wild story of a well, Mothman visiting. And uh, I, okay, he's, okay, he's Dave. I think the stress of the yeah. wedding's getting to you, buddy. If I'm being <laughs> honest with myself. Well, he thinks you're he thinks you're made up. So I'm just really caught in the middle of this uh, this web here. So well, all right, man, this yeah, this sounds like a real Dave problem with these guys. <laughs> Two imaginary characters are entering your life once a week. Oh, man. Uh, well, I hope. I, I, hey, Dave. I hope Mothman was well. Oh, he, he seemed in good spirits. All he right. did. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, I was gone for a while, so I guess the episode's over now, huh? Yeah, it's pretty much over now. Hey, I do have uh, one real quick story I wanted to to let you know about. Tell Um, a story. Apparently... Apparently, this happened just last week. It's it's not a it's an interesting one, but it's it's not some bummer shit like you did on the last episode. No, it's a bummer. Uh, A woman in Mexico was was tragically killed. Why are you doing this at the end of the episodes? It's it's pertinent to to Halloween. A woman in Mexico was tragically killed after she dressed up as a ghost to scare her neighbors and wound up being shot dead by one particularly frightened person. You can't do that shit in Mexico. No, you cannot. They all believe in that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
They all believe in it. They absolutely yeah, believe in that stuff down there. Mm-hmm. That's. <laughs> yeah. The uh, unnamed victim made an ill-advised decision to roam the streets pretending to be the infamous folkloric spirit known as La La, La Lorna. Or La La Llorona. The crier. La Llorona. Sorry, yeah, woman. the double L. is Yeah. Uh, clad in a white gown and veil, the young woman walked throughout her neighborhood, wailing over her lost children. Yeah. As legend states, the iconic weeping ghost is said to of do. Of course. It's not Halloween. It's just random. It's like dressing up like a cop and going to a black neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Fucking running around by oh. yourself saying some crazy shit, asking for an mm-hmm. ass beating. Yeah. Yeah. So, note to now, self. Now, a man... Okay. What if you died? What if somebody killed you, pretended to be a ghost? You were trying, and then you come back as a ghost, but you're still dressed like the fake ghost. And Boy, people are like, "Look yeah, at that shitty fake ghost!" You're like, "I'm real. These are just the things that I died in. I died in a fake, in a shitty ghost outfit. Now I'm a ghost, a real ghost, inside of a shitty ghost costume." <laughs> oh man, yeah, watch out. What are you doing for Halloween, dude? Uh, we're still working on it. We got a, I, the, the kibosh. I was seeing good Halloween decorations when I left. Now I've been gone for three weeks, and it looks like it's been raining the whole time, so nobody's got good Halloween decorations up here. So I don't know. We're still deciding whether to make the van like a spooky ambulance uh, and hang out like like bloody paramedics or something. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Or I was just going to straight up, like, Open the van on the street and it'll write like free candy and just be the creepy guy with a van. <laughs> and Ra- that's when Rachel's like, This isn't LA. It's not like adults are going to laugh at that. Kids won't understand yeah. it and it'll just be creepy to the neighbors. I'm like, we'll get yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. The suburbs do kind of go hard though sometimes. Oh, it's a, in Chicago. Or, yeah, in Addison by my buddy's place. Like they were like, they were at it. That good weather. Yeah. And I think last year, having to skip it last year, kind of, really made people mm-hmm. spring into action this year. Yeah. So there was, yeah, good, there was good decorations going on. Mm-hmm. Patton Oswalt used to have that mm-hmm. bit on one of his earlier specials about the suburbs getting too deep into it and how uh, – where he grew up, they would just be like, they would recreate like suicides. There'd just be like bodies <laughs> twirling in the midday sun. <laughs> who wants a, who wants a mini three musketeers? <laughs> yeah. Just like fake yeah. corpses hanging from trees. Oh yeah. My, by my folks house, they had a whole skeleton family out in the yard. And one skeleton was pushing a lawnmower running over another one. Uh, <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. It was good, man. I'm like, I'm into it. Man, I saw, uh, I, I don't know if it was Instagram or where, but I saw something online, a pick where somebody's front yard, Halloween decorations, they had set up like what looked like at least a hundred little dolls, just random styles of dolls. And they were two single file lines of all these dolls. And then they had what looked like uh, human bodies wrapped in body bags, like placed, like two or three of them, like. Like a whole village of dolls was carrying off these corpses. It was, oh, it was pretty, pretty, that's, pretty awesome. That's I'll try to I'll try to find that and post it on our Instagram. It's it's really nice. I like that. I like that creepy mm-hmm. stuff. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah we'll get there. Shit. But I well, I'm, I don't know what the weather is going to be like. That might squash the whole idea of giving out candy here. So yeah. So all right, yeah. buddy. 
Well, um, I watched a good movie last night, real quick. Uh, you if anybody wants to check it out, it, it was real, real strong. And the ending, uh, I got to go back and watch the ending to understand it. But as a whole, this movie was super entertaining. It's a new one called The Night House. And I, I think her name is Rebecca Hall, This uh, the actress who's the lead. She's she's mm-hmm. incredible. Um, she, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, she was in The Town. She was the uh, night, Ben Affleck's banker girlfriend in The, the Town. The Night House, you're saying, right? Yeah. She was in uh, The Gift with Jason Bateman. But a great actress. I, I think her name's Rebecca Hall. But uh, interesting concept. You think you know where things are going, then they take some weird twist, and but just a, a real original concept, good story, good acting. The ending, I got to go back and pay attention to to, to really grasp it, but uh, good spooky, weird thriller movie, The Night House. Okay, because yeah, I went and watched that rental the other night. You were talking about that one. Oh, what'd you think? Man, when shit started going wrong, shit went mm-hmm. real, real wrong. Yeah. Real fast, yeah. They did a good job as far as, like, I've just, I started panicking for everybody in that movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm not not going to spoil anything, but that final scene where, you know, it's just like, all right, on to the next one. I don't know if you saw that. So like, yeah, just, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. shit. This guy, this is just what he does. Oh, okay, did you watch wow. through the credits? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. yes. I yeah, yeah. I don't I, I don't want to spoil anything. I want to talk yeah, about yeah, it when we hang yeah. out. But yeah, there was a mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was yeah. a good one. It any, was a good one. Uh, anything queued up for Halloween night? You got any any movies that you've been meaning to get to or excited to watch? No, I kind of just been like flipping through. Now that I'm back home, I think I'm going to get into it though. Well, as much as yeah. Rachel can tolerate. Uh yeah. <laughs> I uh well, mostly Succession's back on, so we got to get excited about that. I've yet to see that. I hear great things. Oh, That's yeah, good. man. Yeah, once it really started leaning into the comedy, uh-huh. like, it's not like, uh, it's not a comedy, but mm-hmm. the characters in it, once you start getting into the characters and how they're all falling apart but funny, and like they, the show realized to lean into that, mm-hmm. oh, man, it's good stuff, buddy. Well, hell yeah, dude. So far worth the hype. I know I, I like I know probably like how people talk about the Game of Thrones early on and I was like, I can't watch this now. Everybody's all too nerded out about it. But man, succession, mm-hmm. been there since the beginning. Good times, baby. What season are they on? Two. Two. Okay. So you can catch so, up. Yeah, you can catch up I can pretty catch easy. up pretty quick. Yeah, I'll probably do that. I've been hearing good stuff. I just uh, haven't made time to sit down and check it out. But uh Yeah, dog, treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, hell yeah, dude! Any uh, any shows to plug? Uh, man, I, I've shut What's that next? off. Then once I got home, I shut that off. But no, next week I'm in uh, yeah. Fort Collins on right. the fourth. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna add no, a second the, show on that. And okay. uh, the is fifth, it the fourth or the fifth? The fourth is Fort Collins. The oh, fifth yeah. is yeah, Boulder. Yeah, fifth is Boulder. That Sorry. one's sold out, and then the six, I got some bullshit I got to do. But <laughs> come on, guy. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, man. And then uh, Looking forward to it, yeah, I'll be back out. I'll be back out in November, Sioux Falls, Lincoln, Iowa City, Madison, the big old Chicago Thanksgiving shows. Hell yeah. You doing one or two there? Is still uh, doing it at Talia Hall? Yeah, Talia Hall, I'm doing Monday and Tuesday. I think nice. uh, one's Way sold out. There might be a couple left for the other one, but nice. we'll see. I like it. 
What about you? No, man. Next, Plug next up, road baby. gigs I got are, are, are with you. Yeah, that's uh, the next. Oh, road back in December. Yeah, yeah. Doing it. But, uh, Nothing local. No, no Long Beach. Uh, yeah, just doing spots, doing spots. Um, I'll plug uh, I'll plug the Wrigley Comedy Chew. I'm doing a spot on that. Uh, last, uh, I mean, it's, it's like a month away. I heard that so show's real fun. Set. It's a lot of fun. Shout out to uh, to my buddy Reza. Uh, he runs that. Been running it for years. Uh, we actually, uh, I knew Reza from Atlanta. He's he was starting in Atlanta about the same time I did, and then he moved out here. And, but anyway, yeah, good show. It's the last Saturday of every month. They were bugging uh, me to do it. Beach. I never got to make it out there. Yeah, if you get a chance, come down and do it. It's fun. It's a cool backyard show. They got a nice uh, backyard all set up, little stage built and lighting, and uh, just a good uh, chill vibe. And I've done it several times, and the crowds are just they're just down. They're just down to laugh. So it's a fun show. Nice. Well, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, yeah, man. Let me wrap it up here because uh, we're about an hour from first pitch. Oh, go Braves! So this is first game of the World Series. Game one of the World fucking Series, dude. Braves haven't been in the World Series since 99, haven't won it since 95. And here's a real uh, uh, narcissistic take, but I'd like to think that this is the year they win it again because they won it uh, the year I graduated high school. Uh And how fitting that they win it the year I get married. The year you graduate college. (laughs) Exactly. And, uh, you know, and on a side note, the only other team I'm really into, I, I basically have two teams. I have my Atlanta Braves and I have my Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs currently ranked number one in the nation. Really? They are on a direct path to a national title. I'm not saying it's a slam dunk. They're probably going to have to play Alabama in the SEC title game, and that's always just a fucking, whew, yeah, that's, they're, they're tough. Is that the uh, Roll Tides? Yeah, things are shaping up. For both my Braves and my dogs to be champions in the same season. And the way it falls, it would be, you know, within just a couple of month and a half of each other or whatever, like two months maybe, you know. So, uh, you know, the college football title game is always like first week of January. Yeah. So, like, within the same few months after 26 years since the Braves have won and 40 years, 40, 41 years since the dogs have won. Uh, it'd just be nuts that they win it on the same year, and it just happens to be the same year that I get married. So I know that uh, in the universe, uh, none of that is related, but in my uh, feeble little mind, Buddy, I like think it, this, is, this is all my time. This is it, my time to shine. can all go with it. If you're feeling good about it, then you're allowed to feel good about it, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, the World I love the World Series anyway. I watch the World Series every year. I have since I was five. If I wasn't so high, I could probably rattle off every World C- Series winner since probably 1982. Oh, and, okay. Uh, it's just it's just something I love. To, I mean, obviously, I love baseball. During the season, it's I'm loyal to the Braves. I just watch the Braves. But then the years that they don't make the playoffs, then I just I get into it deep anyway. I love specifically the World Series because it's the it's the final one. But uh, it's so exciting this year that I get to uh, enjoy my World Series per usual, but also root on my beloved Braves. So things are lining up. Things are lining up. Well, I'm, I'm cheering along with you, buddy. Oh, it's going to be fun. I, I, yeah, I don't have much engagement, but when somebody's home team, they haven't made it in a while, I'm, I'm with them. 
Yeah, and they're just they're a fun team. They're just all the players. They're just a fun, scrappy. They're the underdogs. They I won't bore you with all the inside stuff, but it was uh, nobody had them picked at the beginning of the year. No one picked them to make it, and uh, definitely about midseason because um, we lost a couple of just really incredible players that were out for the whole season. So they've overcome a lot of adversity. Lost. Probably the best player in the universe, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., arguably one of the top two or three players on the planet. He's out for the whole season. We had this other yeah. guy who was amazing, uh, Marcelo Zuna. He did that to himself. He had some domestic violence violence issues that uh, you know kicked him out for the rest of the season. <laughs> uh, we had this great starting pitcher, our young you know future just Hall of Famer, this this real stud, uh, Mike Soroka. He was out for the season. So like two or three of our best players were out for the in- entire season, basically. Uh, but yet here we are in the World Series, so it's very exciting. Well, I'm rooting for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Braves. I'm rooting for the Kings. Yeah, the Atlanta Kings. Hell yeah, dog. Let's, let's make that happen. Let's make that happen, Braves. Um, right on, buddy. Well, happy Halloween. Have fun. And uh, yeah. we will talk to you. Uh, yeah, I, I should be down to record next week. We'll get one more in before the, uh, before the wedding. I might, t- you know, we'll talk about that. We'll might talk take about a week it. off after the wedding, but uh, yeah. So just trying to get all my ducks in a row. Understood, buddy. All right. Well, you have a good Halloween. Everybody out there listening, have a great Halloween. Have a, and if there's something else you celebrate during that weekend, so I hope you have a good one of those too. <laughs> right on. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. The Boogie Monster. Bye.